Okay, listeners, another episode of, am I going to pronounce it correctly this time, Fearsome Creatures of Curiosity? Yep, that's it. <laughs> Yay. I think this is the first time in any episode that I, I remembered what we're called. It's okay. I drew the logo wrong. <laughs> I actually corrected the logo without asking you, so, you know. I wish you would have told me. That way I could have felt like an idiot. <laughs> You know what perplexes me about the logo? Okay, there's a brain and there is a poop on the brain. Mm -hmm. That that all makes sense to me, you know, shit on the brains and stuff like that. But then in the lower corner, there's the sea turtle out of nowhere. It's the crapper snapper. We'll get into that. Oh, yes. (laughs) Ah, Spoiler alert, listeners. But anyway, before we do the crapper snapper, we need to do whatever the fuck this thing is. The The humperoo. So when you showed me this, like, it's one of those funny creatures that look so miserable in their existence. Like, they should not exist because it seems like their their life is so miserable because they are a paradox <laughs> in a way. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard for this one to hide. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us something about the humperoo? So the humperoo is half humpback whale, half wallaroo. It can walk on sand or swim in the ocean as it is equipped with legs and fins. Also, it has a blowhole, lungs, and gills just because we made it up in biology isn't my strong point. Even though it is not genetically equipped with a pouch to carry its young, the oversized beast uses its mind control on people on the beach to steal their pouches and sacks, having them harness it to its body to carry its young. And originally, we were going to call it the Humpaguru, but I yes. changed it to the Humparoo because we used a kangaroo with a blabber jabber, so I wanted to do a wallaroo for this one. And, you know, the, the difference between a kangaroo and a wallaroo is huge and vast. Mm, yeah, I don't really know. Like I said, biology isn't my strong point. <laughs> <laughs> one starts with a W, one starts with a K. <laughs> So I already had to explain to you when you uh, before you did the story of this. Like, did you think that whales had gills or something like that? Or I thought everything in the ocean had gills. <laughs> <laughs> so whales are mammals, so they breathe via lungs. But the blowhole is actually the nose. You know, uh, they okay. they evolved in such a way that their nose has moved to the top of their head and acts as a blowhole. Well, you know when you. When you're in public school, they go over animals with you at an early age, and this is probably way too much to get into for little kids, so I don't really know that much about the biology of like sea creatures and animals. That's the fun part, because even lumberjacks who were making these tall tales, you know, two centuries ago about the fearsome creatures, like they did not know shit about biology. Right. (laughs) Just like me. So this is perfect. And you know what's interesting? So I I sent you Humpagaroo. Mm-hmm. And then you interpreted it your way. Uh, so I see maybe these lumberjack tall tales originally were something else. And then the people who were writing these books down changed a few of the details. So what we know now to be the fearsome creatures are not necessarily the same ones lumberjacks were making up. And that's like, that could completely be true because there's a lot of them that are uh, kind of exactly the same, just with different names and different uh, geographical locations. Yes, yes. Now with this, thing like it looks so miserable i see it though in your story you said that it can swim i see it as actually not being able to swim i see it as some kind of creature that constantly lives on the shoreline between the water and the land maybe it's sad because it wants to swim but it really can't (laughs) 
<laughs> because of its hind legs. Like, right. wow, I have flippers now, but I can't do anything with them because I have these bulky legs behind it me. It can kind of like, it goes in the water, but it sinks and the legs like allow it to like jump, but it can't relax and just swim. So uh-huh. it just like hops on the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> I see it. You know, uh, all of those videos of, let's say, grizzly bears waiting on the shores of rivers to catch fish. So I see it like that kind of creature that's just laying on the shoreline waiting for fish to come to it because it cannot swim itself. <laughs> but it also has um, telepathy and like mind control powers. So it can hear like everybody's and everything's thoughts about it. And probably in its head, it's just like playing back like Billy Madison. Like, they're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see it. I not, I don't see it as a telepathy or psychic abilities, but rather like it plays with people's sympathies. So people feel so sorry for it that they help it out and give it, you know, bags to store its young in. Maybe it just thinks it has mind control powers because people just give it things because they feel so <laughs> bad for it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like the ultimate beached whale. You know, it's not <laughs> dying. It's not dying, but people see it as a beached whale and ah, oh, this poor thing, I need to help it out and then it thinks wow i'm controlling these people but in reality they feel pity for it right and really they're just like laughing at it yeah (laughs) like i'm so sorry it's so interesting how liminal this creature is so it is on the very borderline of the water and the land Mm -hmm. it has hind legs that are adapted to land and uh, front legs that turned into fins that it cannot even use it (laughs) has both gills and lungs Mm -hmm. and also so you may not know this but whales evolved from land mammals like millions and millions of years ago the ancestors of whales were actually mammals that lived on land then they started eating fish and needed to swim more and more and the more they adapted to this you know aquatic habitat they adapted to be you know whales without hind legs and with flippers and stuff like that but this thing maybe because it was too afraid to uh, swim so far into the deep part of the ocean and remained near the shore maybe its evolution made it you know a half and half (laughs) you know half of it is adapted to water half for land so now it cannot even live neither on land nor on water so it needs to remain on the edge see every time we talk about one of these i have this like stupid ridiculous creature in my head and then you kind of explain it to where this could be a real thing (laughs) (laughs) i am not uh, creative in the sense that i can create something myself but i am very good (laughs) at breaking apart other people's work and making it make sense yes you are (laughs) very (laughs) good at it (laughs) It's also very interesting how you portrayed this as uh, utilizing a pouch or a bag of people instead of having its own patch for its young. So I see it as maybe its young cannot breathe in the water because they don't have gills. And obviously they can't swim because neither the adults can. So what the adult does is because half of its body needs to be in the water, it uh, keeps its babies in these pouches to breathe air, you know, outside of the water. Okay. And then the legs aren't strong enough yet to keep it on be able to move on land so it has to be carried around in its pouch yes <laughs> i get it you know how that idea came up this is ridiculous so i drew out the humparoo and i showed brandon my husband what it looked like and he said oh it'd be cool if it had a pouch and i just rolled my eyes because i'm like man that's a good idea but i'm already done drawing it so therefore uh-huh. i added a pouch from a human and changed the story up a little bit <laughs> I just love the idea that this thing is pitied by everybody, but thinks that it's almighty and grand and controlling everyone. (laughs) That's perfect. 
And maybe it looks off into the distance to its humpback whale relatives who are free swimming in the ocean and, you know, mighty majestic creatures and it itself cannot be so. <laughs> it's envious. <laughs> oh man, it's this is the most miserable thing we created. <laughs> It's, I don't know. We haven't got to the end yet. <laughs> it's a beached whale that that lives its life like a beached whale perpetually. And if it does not, it will die because it cannot live on land. It cannot live in water. Its babies should be supposed to breathe in the water, but can't. So it needs to take pouches from people to even raise its young outside of the water while its head is in the water. Oh, yeah. man. It doesn't make sense, but it makes perfect sense. <laughs> It, it, it reminds me of the idea that ostriches put their uh, heads underground, you know? So right. this thing is constantly, like an ostrich puts its hand in the head in the sand, this thing needs to put its head in the water in order to survive. Yeah, it, like I said, it makes sense and it doesn't make sense, but it's perfect and it's miserable. And who knows, it might have telepathy powers, it might not, it probably doesn't, people just feel bad for it. But it's also envious, it has a little bit of everything and that's why it's miserable. Yes, I also am very thankful thankful that you did not go by the juvenile interpretation of hump. <laughs> See, when I read it, I didn't know if that's what you wanted me to go for or not, but I just did a whale. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, that's very... Oh, man. So also, I wanted to point out, you know how whales can sing. Mm. Imagine how miserable this thing's song might be, must be. Because its lungs are dry. <laughs> 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 okay listeners um that, that's it for the humparoo i guess yep if you ever see a beached whale uh <laughs> try to push it into the water and don't give it uh your bag <laughs> <laughs> try to push it into the water <laughs> and if it turns out to be a humparoo it may drown and die but look uh, for legs first 